watch Into the Fire like we did, we are super stoked, and I hope you are. Welcome to This is the NWA. I am Gary Horn. I am Adam Rotella. And we are the podcast celebrating the past, present, future, history, legacy, tradition, the whole thing of one of the greatest wrestling entities of all time. We're talking about the National Wrestling Alliance, and unless you've been living under a rock, you know that tonight was Into the Fire, a pay-per-view of epic proportions, a lot of stuff to talk about, and we could not let you baby birds go without food. We had to come back home as quick as possible, and my home, I mean the offices of This is the NWA, which is an Airbnb in Midtown Atlanta, and we're here to talk to you about anything you want to talk about on Into the Fire. Gary, there's only one thing that I want to talk about right now, and it's how right I always am when it comes to wrestling predictions. I don't make predictions usually, my friends. I called the wrestling coup d'etat months before AEW even happened, and on this very program just a few hours ago, just a few days ago, I called, I predicted that who would show up? Who? Marty freaking Skrull, my friends. That was a great, great moment. Gary, we were in the building. What did you feel about that? I'll tell you what I feel about this. He's been doing this to me all night. I'm right! (laughs) I'm right! He's been nonstop with this nonsense. But to his credit, Rotella did predict it. He told me yesterday... He mentioned Marty Scurll. Actually, I think on our last... No, on our last it was, it was, show. It was last week. You yeah, mentioned man. Marty Scurll. He mentioned it there. So, credit where it's due. Be he ever so humble. Be Adam Rotella. Uh, he, he did predict that Marty Scurll would show up. And so he did. But I say we get to that. Because uh, there's a lot to talk about on this pay-per-view. And you, so know, much. you know, Gary, this is a very interesting way to do, to do a, a podcast, my friends. We are sitting uh, right across from each other. The, set, the setup looks a little bit different. I just built this thing today. Gary, it's great to be in the same room, room with you. Would you like to shake hands across, across the interwebs? <laughs> we just did it. That's so weird. We haven't done that before. Oh, all right, Adam, I am pulling up the chat. I forgot to do that. And um, I am excited. I am going to go to, I don't know if you guys have a particular place you like to go to, but we, of course, being live in the crowd, uh, hopefully you saw us. We met a lot of people. By the way, met a lot of great people there tonight. It was a lot of fun. The energy was palpable. It was it was awesome. Uh, everybody in the NWA is becoming like a huge family. And I mean everybody in the NWA itself and the fan base. Like just coming to these live events, that's one of the things I think is going to build this whole thing is the community that surrounds it. And uh, it's it's a beautiful thing. If you, if you still have been sitting on the fence about coming to one of the live shows, you got to do it. Uh, I, I can't speak highly enough about that. Um, so anyway, what I was going to say is I'm pulling up, because we couldn't hear the commentary, we couldn't do any of that stuff, we were in the crowd, I'm pulling up on Wrestling Inc., uh, a recap of NWA Into the Fire. Also, we were too excited to take notes, so we didn't. So I just I have think, to refresh I our I, memories. I think that I turned over to, to Gary at some point, halfway through the, the pay-per-view, and I said, Gary... We haven't even taken notes. We don't even know what we're doing right now. And uh, Gary said, don't worry about it. We'll fix it later. 
And uh, folks, my video uh, looks like it's frozen a little bit, but we're just going to run with it. Gary, it's going to be on you most of the time, it looks like, my friend. Well, hey man. Um, oh, that is weird. Look at you. You're just like frozen. I am. Oh, oh it's better that way. All he's going to do is brag. <laughs> um, so hey guys, uh, is is hopefully you can hear the sound okay we're trying this like he said we're sitting right across from each other if something sounds off or if something weird let us know in the chat we'll try to pay attention to that uh but otherwise uh, hello brian cervantes it's good to see you uh your wife was very mean this evening i uh very I, mean i think i yelled that at a certain point she's so mean but uh but also a huge favorite although she tried to murder someone uh or at least tear their arm off I still don't think people didn't like her. So this is the struggle I was talking about. Dude, it's uh, what, what Thunder Rosa is, is doing is just, I mean, it's, it's, it's unbelievable, man. She cannot make people boo her. And quite frankly, I don't want to boo her. Yeah, yeah, nobody does. And uh, James Lawrence, you did not bother me, sir. It was cool to see. Uh, here, here you mentioned that you uh, were seeing Adam and I on TV together. So I loved that. That was really awesome. Um, all right, so I'm going to, um, actually, while Adam's looking at something technically, I'm going to um, take a look at the chat and just talk to you a little bit uh, here. And Brian Cervantes says she beats him at home also. So, <laughs> that's great. I, uh, I'm hoping, by the way, that I see her at some point on this trip that uh, I get to finally take a picture with her and I'm not afraid. So that would be awesome. But we didn't even stick around to talk to everybody. A lot of people were out in the lobby as you're leaving. Like uh, this time around, unlike the last tapings, people were selling uh, their merchandise and stuff. So I saw as we were leaving, uh, everybody from the wild cards to question mark were sitting outside. Well, not only that, man, the wild cards were sitting out there. Camille was sitting out there. Question mark was sitting out there. But then who do we run into in the parking lot when, when we're leaving? We almost got in a fight. In the parking lot, my friends. A fight that we would not have come close to even doing anything in. Yeah, we would have been thrown from a parking deck. But, uh, yeah, as we're walking, uh, we hear, we see you walking away. And who would it be when we turn around? It's those damned Dawsons. <laughs> and, uh, and they said uh, that they listen all the time and they hear us talking shit. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, so I promise that this evening... But I have nothing but kind things to say about the Dawsons. <laughs> After that fantastic run in, 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 in the parking structure, Gary, I would just like to say that the Dawsons are obviously very fine people of character and uh, probably some of the best human beings I've ever met in my life. Absolutely. For as long as there's a possibility that I will run into them in a parking garage, I would just like to say that I can't think of more upstanding citizens than uh, mm -hmm. the Dawson brothers. Mm -hmm. So just putting that out there. All right, let's jump in to the recap. And uh, you guys, uh, yeah, well, hey, Dan Kellogg, I did see Ricky and Robert. They were actually, like, the first people we, like, talked to when yeah. we came in. They were, like, right there. Uh, Robert Gibson was uh, cool as hell just sitting there. They were, they hustle, man. They got there early. They were setting up a table, selling their stuff. And they were selling their stuff until they had to go put on the tights. Dude, before you, before we start the, the recap, yeah, man, we walked in there. There were maybe three or four people in line for for the pay-per-view, for the VIP treatment, and all of that good stuff. And yeah, man, Rock and Roll Express were out there from the beginning. As soon as people showed up, 
as, and to the end as soon as people went away. It was unbelievable. And Elder Sauer just entered the chat. We'd like to thank Elder Sauer for giving us a lift home tonight, everybody. So you're seeing us at this time because of Elder Sauer. Let's all give him a nice round of applause, everybody. Props to, props to Elder Sauer. Elder Sauer has been super cool with us. He showed up at our uh, meetup before the show and paid our tab, which... Uh, we, you know, I can't say enough nice things about that guy. He honestly even saved us a couple of seats next to him. Uh, we would, oh my God, we would have been lost without Elder Sour. Very true. On this trip so far. Very true. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, did we get to hold any of the belts? You know, I didn't, but they were right there. And I don't know why I didn't try to pick it up. Well, A, the national title was sitting on a table and... Just alone. Uh, alone. Like, Colt wasn't even there. I took a photo. If you go to the Insta story, like, I think I took a little video of that and the tag belts. I'm sure they would have let us hold the tag belts mm -hmm. if we wanted. But uh, I didn't want to just grab at the national title. Right. Yeah. Get Colt. him. Somebody get him. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Anyway, that... Uh, Next time, we've got two more nights of this stuff, so I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna be more bold. All we were concerned with is making the rounds, and then and and I, I know I keep saying I'm gonna get to this thing, but everybody that we ran into tonight was so awesome. So many people came up to us and knew us from the podcast and introduced themselves. Some people did not introduce themselves, and we're finding out now. Don't be afraid to talk to us because we, oh God, no. we are just like you. We are hanging out <laughs> and we want to talk to you. It makes us feel good that people are listening <laughs> and, and want to talk to us at all because our own families don't. So yeah, <laughs> that's, that's actually for me, Gary, that's a hundred percent true. <laughs> <laughs> so please, please come talk to us if you see us out there, but thanks to everybody who did uh, come and say hello. All right. All right. You people are here to Let's talk about it. Into the Fire. Let's talk about Into the Fire. I'm just going to read this thing. and uh, So basically the show opens with Stu Bennett narrating an opening montage showing off the last nine weeks of NWA power. Moments include Colt Cabana recapturing the national championship from James Storm. Nick Aldis' epic title defense against Tim Storm. The debut of Question Mark and Rock and Roll Express becoming tag team champions once again. Uh, if you're wondering, no, we did not see any of this. Uh, I think we got some like music overhead a couple of times, mm -hmm. but basically for us, it was David Marquez saying we're in a video, like, you know, they're showing it and he did warn us ahead of time. Like, yeah. Well, I, I think one of the things that I'd really like the chat to tell us as we're moving forward tonight, Gary, is what it looked like, what it felt like, what it sounded like more importantly, because I mean, I don't know about you, Gary, but I kind of feel like throwing it on this TV as soon as we're done here so that we can watch it again. Listen to Stu Bennett, see what he had to say, see his interaction with Joe Galley and all of that good stuff. I want to see what they saw. We were there in the building. We felt what they didn't feel, but I, I now I want to see what they saw. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's awesome uh, for you guys uh, if you could tell us, uh, you know, anything you notice on the television thing. Just know we didn't see it. We can tell you when we can, like little details about the live action in the ring. Um I can tell you, in regards to Stu Bennett, it was unfortunate we couldn't, and like Adam just said, we couldn't hear any of the commentary with him and Galley, so we don't know what that was like. But it was funny when Stu first did come out. Uh, he was very energetic, and he sat down, and someone yelled in the crowd, give us some bad news, and he uh, was quick to reply, sorry, we don't own that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, maybe sad news. Maybe sad news too. <laughs> so it was very funny. He was uh, he was interacting with us a little bit, but uh, 
Yeah, Sad he, News Stew sounds like a, like a new children's book that he can write. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Roscoe says stupid. It impressed him. Brought up Starcade moments and healed up. So that's fun. Fantastic. Like, Just a good... Uh, nice to have somebody know their, their history there. And uh, yeah, that's, that's exactly what I want to hear. Uh, seeing a lot of uh, good... Good stuff uh, from people. Uh, Woodland Goblin says, Gary and Adam, I was trying to look for you guys all night in the stands on the pay-per-view. Did you find us, Woodland Goblin? Because I had a number of people tell us they saw us. We were sitting right next to each other, and we were kind of centered. Like, I mean, right there, there. there was some crazy guy wearing sunglasses the whole time for some reason. We were, we were inside. There wasn't light anywhere. I mean, uh, what are you going to do, folks? What are you going to do? Joker stayed in gimmick. Can't uh, <laughs> get lie about that. Oh, so here's Matthew Amato. Uh, Matthew, I got your message, and I keep meaning to reply to it, and I apologize, and then this was starting, so I'm glad you're here. Bunch of camera angle botches. Cameras missed tag title, tag team title finisher by Rock and Roll Express. Also missed question mark taking out Cabana outside the ring during the national title. Um, okay, yeah, I, I mean, obviously we couldn't see any of that. We don't know. There was a monitor off to the side of the ring. We could, It was small, but like we could see it from where we were and kind of see what the TV was probably doing, but uh, obviously during the action, we're caught up in what's going on in the ring. So, all right. Uh, let's move back over to this. Joe Galley and Stu Bennett officially welcome us to NWA's Into the Fire. They run down the evening's car, which includes three title matches and several grudge bouts. They announced that Eli Drake and Ken Anderson will open the show. Drake makes his way to the ring first, followed by Anderson. Both guys come through the crowd and they have entrance music. This person is very excited about the entrance music. Was it is kind of cool to have the entrance music. Yeah, man. I thought that was I thought that was a great additive. I thought it was a great add-on. You know, it made the pay-per-view feel special. It made the pay-per-view view feel different. And most importantly, by the end of the night, you wanted that music because you knew what was going to happen next. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, I definitely hope uh, that next time maybe we can sit on the side that people come down at. Uh, you know, but it wasn't bad. We didn't miss some, a couple of things. Like I think during the Aldis and Storm match, something happened up. You know, when they were up the stairs, and we still don't know what that was. But maybe you guys can tell us when we get to it. So Eli Drake versus Ken Anderson. Um, this was a lot of fun. A good, energetic uh, couple of guys here starting the night off right. I think um, this is a pretty basic match. Uh, let's see. Ending paragraph here says Anderson gets caught in the rows where Drake nails him with a running knee, slingshot shoulder blocked by Drake. Anderson begins mounting a comeback, but Drake slows him down with another neck breaker. Anderson shakes it off, fires a right hand. I'm not going to read all this because yeah, you man. guys were there. Yeah. Uh, Drake goes for an air raid drop, but Anderson turns it into a schoolboy. Schoolboy gets it close to. Anderson goes to the top, but Drake jumps up for a superplex, which I was really impressed by by the way when Drake like ran and just jumped straight to the top rope like mm -hmm. and that was like right in front of our faces uh, so whatever corner that happened on that's where Adam and I were sitting because it felt like he was just jumping right at us for a second yeah, yeah. man it was it was an unbelievable moment there tonight and uh, you know to, to start the match off with two high energy guys is always a good idea this was a match that was waiting to happen I thought I think people really enjoyed this match to start things off Started with some some good old school wrestling, my friend, to start the night off. And dude, NWA got us going, and we got going for the rest of the night after this. Yeah, so basically Drake dropped on top of Anderson when he was going for a uh, sunset 
bomb, and uh, he gets the pin on Anderson, and Eli Drake wins by pinfall. So, <laughs> I do like one moment I do remember from this match that I could speak on is uh, at some point somebody yelled, uh, read him his rights, Ken. And Eli Drake looked out and was like, what does that even mean? You see, man, again, this is what's really cool. This is what's really cool about the NWA right now. You're in such an intimate studio setting that, uh, that the wrestlers can interact with the crowd like that. You never hear that out there anymore. And I love that about Eli Drake. I'd like to thank uh, JC for saying hi to us tonight. Hi, JC. I see you in the chat. And yes, folks, I know that my, my, my video was going in and out, but we're just going to run with it, my friends. And uh, we also want to welcome, who's, who's first time, who's, who's first time is it in, in, in the chat right now? Brian Harry says Brian Harry, thanks for checking us out, my man. It's great to have you here. Everybody in the chat, say hi to Brian. Hey, Brian. Thanks so much for joining us, man. This is really, really cool. All right, so we're going to keep it moving through this thing because we love actually one of my favorite parts is interacting with the chat, but obviously we do have to talk about the pay-per-view as well. So uh, over to the interview desk, uh, we get David Marquez welcoming Nick Aldis. Good to see the champ, and that immediately gets people popping. Uh, yeah, Aldis obviously gets a huge ovation as far as it, what it felt like in there. Hopefully it came across that way on TV. Uh, and I love that he is leaning into this real world champion thing because I feel like, I, I don't know, I feel like we kind of started that. Maybe we shouldn't take credit for I it. I know, Gary. I think that's you, my man. I think that you started that, yeah. Gary. You, you um, won on one of our podcasts right before Power even started. I remember you saying... I really want Mr. Aldis to, uh, well, I think you're on a first name basis with the champ. Sure, right now, Nick and I, you? we go way yeah, back. Yeah, so Nick, Nick Aldis is a Gary Horn mark, my friends. He <laughs> loves the guy. He loves him. But uh, I remember you saying, man, I want Nick Aldis to really get behind this real world champion thing. And we have seen it, my friends. It's it's great. And not only that, later on in the night, the crowd actually chants real world's champ. And I love that moment. Oh, I love it too. I love it one moment. I want it to become a regular thing. Oh, it will. Now, at one moment, he says that he's the real world champ. And the crowd said it with him. Yep. I think that's a thing. And that's interesting, man. No one has ever done that before. I think that the champ has said that so often and so well. And it, it is correct, my friends. He is the real world's champion. It's going to it's gonna land on us. And yeah. I think we, we got to make that a thing. It is a thing. Real it already is a thing. Champ. It is a thing. And I want to say hi to Roscoe. Thanks for coming here for your first time as well, my friend. Oh, that's my God, really Roscoe. awesome. So a lot of first timers tonight. I missed you, buddy. I'm just kidding. I've never met you before. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, glad you're here, buddy. Um, okay. So, uh, so, so obviously all that happens with, uh, Nick and David, of course, as David does, has to mention Camille and where is she? And Aldis says she's got the night off, yada, yada, yada. I, I gotta be honest. Well, we'll get to it. I just, I expected. We'll get to it. Yeah. We'll get to it. Uh, so James Storm meets Aldis out there with Marquez. Says that no man can be given credit for the NWA's revival. We did this as a team. You know, hey, you know, I mean, <laughs> what, what's what's the Cowboys supposed to do? He comes out there and people start booing him already, and then he goes and then he goes and says something like that, my friend. I mean, yeah, that 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 to me kind of sounds like kind of sounds like a Nick Aldis thing to say. I don't buy it. 
to yeah. be honest with you. I yeah. mean, I've always loved James Storm. And, and believe me. Hey, by the way, let me let me cut you off right there, Gary, because isn't this, like, wasn't James Storm just on the Chris Jericho podcast? Well, that's where I was headed. Okay, yeah, well, let me, let, me, let, me, let me say this first, man, because if, if James Storm is so all about the NWA, why don't you take it from there? Well, because, I mean, he's on the Chris Jericho podcast, and, and so I'm going to preface this with saying maybe this interview was done many, many months ago, and it could be true, but not once in that interview. It's a good interview, but he never mentions the NWA, and it bummed What's going me on? out. Really bummed me out. Folks, like, it didn't just bum it didn't just bum Gary out. He got hot about it when he was talking was to me about, about it. it. I was like, what the, what the F is this guy doing? Sorry, I'm still keeping it PG early on in the show, I guess. But <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, absolutely. So, uh, oh, sorry, I was looking at the chat here, and uh, yeah, I mean that's that's exactly what I'm talking about with Woodland Goblin and uh, James Lawrence are having that discussion about yeah. There's no WWE title without the NWA title. There's no, I, I think even, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the AWA title came from there. WCW obviously came from there. So it was the NWA title. This is that title. This is, they should treat it as such. ECW back in the day, I mean, it came off of the NWA title. Uh, so come on, man. This this is the real, real world's championship. Real world's champion. Right, exactly. All right, so anyway, I don't want to take away from James Storm. You know, maybe he means it. Maybe he means it as a team. He was trying to pull a babyface move there, though, and all I was thinking was, I just heard you on Jericho's podcast, bro. But still, but still, in, in, in that same light, though, Gary, my man, yeah, he is right. He's right. It, it is a team He's effort. Right. It is a locker room effort. It is, a, it is an office effort, and it is a fan effort my friends we want to thank all of you guys for believing in, in the nwa we know how small this wrestling bubble is that you guys are in joining us here tonight and i gotta say my friends this nwa thing is happening because of fans like you and fans like me and gary and we are enjoying the hell out of this look around you in the chat like like you're in a room right no, now no no it makes sense it makes look, sense give him a visual gary give him a visual yeah this, this is uh Whoa, J.C. Schwab says, so just a little sidebar, we were taking the elevator down to our car. Kingston and Homicide walked up to the elevator with Xavier Woods. Woods was trying not to be seen. Interesting. Uh, maybe we shouldn't even put that out on the internet, but here we are. Well, we, we put everything out on the interwebs. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, and uh, we're going to get to the TV title. So I'm trying, not, I'm trying to let my ADD, like, stay focused, Adam. I, I can't see his eyes because he wears the fucking sunglasses all the time. Um, but. Don't, don't worry, Gary. I'm busy looking at number, not not numbers things, but making sure that my video doesn't go out anymore. All right. So um, next up is basically Tasha Steeles. Uh, they, they show a little uh, preview of like uh, what's happened with Melina and stuff thus far. But Tasha Steeles uh, comes out, and it was great to see her for the first time. Actually, I, I will say this, Adam. I don't know if you felt the same way, but... We only really knew her from her tweet after the announcement. She was in NWA, but yeah. she seemed to have some charisma. Well, like, well, from from her one tweet, I that's that's the first introduction that I've ever had from her. And uh, I think that we might have to put up a help want sign for the NWA podcast. We might need a cool translator because I had no idea what that tweet was. And honestly, half the words that came out of her mouth was David Marquez. I don't think that I'm cool enough to understand what's going on, Gary. 
Yeah, I know what's going on, and I apologize to Tasha Steeles. You are a very beautiful woman, and you're very talented, and you I have a bright future ahead of you, and I'm glad you're with the NWA. So let me just say all of that out of the way. Tonight, you were the thing to uh, feed to Thunder Rosa so that um, her attention is off of the women's title and anything else. I feel like it was almost like the NWA is like, Thunder Rosa, go. Go over here. (laughs) Go fight this. We'll get to you and your main event status you're obviously reaching for. Well, you know, Gary, that's that's a great point, my man, because we were talking about this for weeks now leading up to this pay-per-view. What is Thunder Rosa going to be doing? What is Thunder Rosa's role going to be with the NWA? And we it's 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 stardom. That's her role. Her role is stardom. So this was a match to get her away from the tag team. This was a match to highlight Thunder Rosa. This was a match to welcome someone else in. But hey, Thunder Rosa is going to steal the show all the time. I tried to start a Rosa's going to kill you chant, and it didn't happen. But uh, Gary tried to start a lot of chants tonight. I did. I yelled a lot tonight. Yeah, I'm actually surprised that Gary can even talk at the moment. Yeah, I thought I was losing it for a second, but luckily... Heather, uh, next to me in the seats, uh, gave me a piece of gum. I think she was also concerned that my throat also might be dying. You know what, man? By the way, let me mention this about the crowd tonight. A very diverse crowd out there. Uh, The age range was everywhere. The the gender was everywhere. It was was a very diverse crowd, man. I love that, right? The age was nuts. I mean, and the place was packed. My friends, I don't think we're ever going to see that tarp. That says NWA ever, ever again. I hope not. Turbo saw me yelling. Yeah, I was, I was, I was getting it, man. Uh, but yeah, luckily I got a piece of gum in there because you can't take food or drink in the place. And I was screaming. And I told, I tell everybody every time I sit there, I warn them ahead of time. I'm gonna be loud. And uh, I started yelling like two matches in. Like I saw Elder Sour say, like, "Oh, he's warming up." <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, hey, he do. He knew. Um, yeah, I don't shut up during those shows. Because it's so true. He does not, my friends. I've never seen. I've, I've never sat next to someone that was so into wrestling, and it was such a pleasure to sit next to Gary. But hey, you know what it is, man. If you like, you want positive chance and all of that stuff. I think people like want to, but a lot of people are hesitant to loosen up and express yeah. themselves. And so I always take it upon myself to. If, if you need a, a somebody to point you in the right direction, I will be more than happy to fucking let loose at a uh, NWA live event. Well, you know, my man, I mean, even even for me, I, I wanted to, at some point, when James Storm came out, you know, we have the champ looking the way that the champ looks. And then James Storm came out in a, in a, in a little hoodie. I wanted to yell out, Thanks for dressing up, James. I heard you say but yeah. then, But then the crowd went so silent, I got timid for the first... I, I got timid. Do you believe that, Gary? Yeah. Adam, uh, Adam, Adam I think you... Uh, we could, I can vouch for... I think you... You seemed more in awe of the whole thing at first. Too. I was, dude. I mean, the whole setup was just fantastic. You, um, like you were trying to take it all in, and he was just happy to be alive. <laughs> very and happy. happy to, happy to be there. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, Adam just had to, you know, it's a big deal for Adam. Adam's had a long journey. You've, a lot of you have seen it. So he <laughs> Thanks, was just Gary. kind of, yeah, Thanks, he, man. it was like a, 
uh, mecca moment for Adam. Like <laughs> that's that's very cool of you to say, Gary. And 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 I I really did feel that tonight. And I'm happy that my camera just started to work so I can actually talk about that feeling, folks. When I actually went into that to that studio and um, to know that part of the NWA helped 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 to even get me here. I mean, I know that this is something I didn't talk a lot about leading up to this event. But, you know, David Lagana picked up my plane ticket for me to even come here today and to be a part of their, their first pay-per-view underneath their, their new umbrella of power was just such an incredible moment. I, I, I loved every moment of, of what I was doing there. And when we get to Marty Skrull later, like my eyes welled up because I know the amount of attention that this is going to bring the NWA. And it's fucking awesome, my friend. It's just really, really awesome. Yeah, no, I mean, we are both, like, super invested in what the NWA is doing. And and for what it's worth, I think they see it, too. They've been very good to us. Uh, like Adam just mentioned, the flight. Uh, amazing. I, like, freaking amazing, man. Hey, man, I will, I will. you know, maybe I shouldn't even put this out there, but I'm going to say this because he deserves the kudos for it. Uh, Turbo mentions the, uh, the Fight TV ad that we were in, and which was awesome. But yeah. So we didn't talk about this a lot, but, uh, you know, we, we were in talks to do a pre and post show for fight TV for the show. Things fell through. It did not work It was two days notice. It was two days notice. And then by the time it rolled around, they were like, guys, I don't think it's going to work now. Stay tuned because we may be whatever we may be talking, but we did meet the fight reps while we were there. And uh, they did do that ad that you saw if you follow on Twitter and that sort of thing. They were very cool about social. Uh, they've been retweeting our stuff. The whole reason that we even talked to uh, Fight TV in the first place, like I said, I don't know if I should mention this, but he deserves kudos, uh, is Nick Aldis. Nick Aldis has been... Uh, a true champ. A true champion. True champ. And he's seen what we do, and he has been... He actually reached out and made that happen. And so... Uh, you know, not to go behind the curtain too much on that, but Nick Aldis has been a big supporter of the podcast and that sort of thing. It was very, very cool of him to do. Yeah, absolutely, uh, man. I mean, it, it blows my mind the way that the NWA has really embraced this podcast ever since Power started, my man. I mean, Thunder Rosa tweets almost everything that that that, that we're talking about. Uh, Trevor Murdoch is all over our stuff. Wrestling yeah. Days is all over our... I know Wrestling Days is a part of the NWA, but goddamn, he might as well be, my friends. I mean, Wrestling Days is bringing eyeballs to the NWA. But Nick, Mr. Aldis, has been such a great fan of ours. Or could I, could I, can I call him a fan? I, I don't know. I mean, I, yeah. I guess, I guess. But Nick has been such a great fan of at least Gary's, and I'm very, very happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and... and- yeah, yeah, so, uh, oh, wow, yeah, Roscoe says he heard of Gary for the first time from Aldous promoting, so that's... There it is. That's awesome. Aldous is a Gary mark. <laughs> and Aldous is cool, although he constantly just makes fun of how much I love the women's wrestling. It's true. <laughs> so, he, uh, thank you, Jace, for saying we deserve it. I, I, I'm not saying any of this to, like, uh, humble brag or, like, be, like, uh, braggadocious or dacious or whatever at all. I just am saying it because... You know, at the end of the day, we're grateful for where we're at and what we're doing, and uh, it is, it's a really cool feeling to see people. We want to show our gratefulness for letting you folks know out there that these are good people behind the scenes. They're really good people, and, and the NWA has been on some struggle here recently, like some ups and downs on some of this stuff, but 
don't doubt that those people mean well and they're trying to do the best show they can for you people. And there's always going to be bumps in the road along the way, but these guys are busting their ass and trying to make sure that you guys have constant entertainment through this thing. So anyway. I love it, Gary. No, great job, man. I love that. Thank you. Uh, Roscoe says, didn't you suggest Thunder Rosa to NWA way back in the day? I remember you suggesting her in a tweet. I have been an advocate for Thunder Rosa since the day that I knew she existed. Yes. And how did you, and, and like, he didn't even watch a match of Thunder Rosa. You just started seeing things on social media about Thunder Rosa, which really proves the power of what social media is, my friends. Like the fact that the NWA even cares about what we're doing shows the power of social media, shows what you can achieve through social media. Like, we're just two guys sitting across from each other in a cheap Airbnb somewhere, but these guys really enjoy what we're doing, and I love it. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, it's like Thunder Rosa, I, and, and you can go back to the interview that I had with Thunder Rosa. Um, uh, her husband, actually, was just in the chat, if you missed it. But uh, the... Uh, I even told her there, I mean, I was like, I didn't even know who she was. She just started showing up and that's social media power right there. Bam. That's, that's branding and marketing and that Bam. sort of thing. She showed it's up. Chess. Me. Social media is chess. Yeah. And, uh, so he, he, yeah, whatever she was doing, she was doing it right. She came into the picture and I was like, whoever that is, is amazing. Like something about her is special. And I'm, and, and I mean that like strictly from like, talent and just the look and like the vibe all of it i was like who is that the nwa needs to be looking at that person and i kept hey I, and by the way i'm sorry gary to, to to butt in right now but dude what was with thunder rose's music tonight yeah. you know what i want you know what i want from thunder rosa when that music hits i only want the drums. You've been playing the drums the whole goddamn time, NWA. I want only the drums. What are you doing? Only drums. Yeah. I only kinda, drums. I kind of dug the music. There was a couple of entrances I didn't dig. Like, uh, rock and roll's music is not very rock and roll. And I was no, very it was a very remixy rock and roll-y thing. Yeah, somebody in the chat probably knows. So they, they used to have, like, entrance music that was by someone else, which I'm sure is, like, a licensing thing. But, um... Yeah, I was I was kind of like this doesn't feel very rock and roll, but there was some music I loved. But uh, let's see, uh, to you guys who were there tonight, anybody have any idea if Crimson is ever going to get back in the ring? I think Crimson is still healing up, but I am. I Crimson no, looks good though. He's got a new looks. haircut. He's got a new beard. He's he's looking really really good right now. Yeah, Crimson will be back, dude. And 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 actually, I was in a Twitter conversation where somebody mentioned Crimson and somebody wanted Jack Stain to. Uh, to go solo and go for the NWA Wars title. And Jax actually responded that uh, he was happy to be uh, doing their own thing with Crimson. And, and, you know, and they both seem to hint that they'll, they'll be back. They'll be back. Crimson's just, you could see him even tonight, like at certain points. Uh, I don't know if this even showed up on TV, but like when he had to help uh, somebody that was in the ring, I think it was Drake maybe, uh, he was kind of favoring that shoulder still. He looked like he was like not lifting his arm yeah. like all the way. Yeah. So I think he's he's still recovering. But if you follow him on social, he's also been working out still. And he looks good. 
He looks real good. All right, Gary, take it easy. Take it easy, <laughs> big boy. Jesus. All right. Hey, hey, we got a pay-per-view to talk about. Let's keep moving on. I'm not like, I'm, I'm like one match. Now I'm at the Thunderosa match, uh, which we were kind of just talking about. So it makes sense. So it's like we're still on track. Anyway, Thunderosa murders uh, Tasha Steeles. End of conversation. <laughs> Next match. <laughs> and, uh, so, uh, oh, well, so as soon as that match ends, though, I mean, one important thing to talk about is mm-hmm. that Rosa did not let up and continued to attack Steels. Ashley Fox makes the run in, uh, tries to save her, but Rosa gets the better of her. Shoulder breaker, arm ringer, Fox screams, holding her arm. Rosa looked like she broke that arm, so... Yeah, you know what I what I really liked tonight, Gary, was you know a lot of um, a lot of realism was 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 evident tonight of the NWA. A lot of people came out from the back tonight that I've never even seen before in my life, and uh, you know Crimson was there to take care of her. But then you got to ask yourself, like, so Ashley Box comes out, why? Why was she out there? Yeah, I don't know. I think she was just being a good guy. I mean, I, I, hey, I support that if these good guys are, and sorry for using gender specific terms, but if these good people are actually, <laughs> if these good people are good people, <laughs> what I'm saying is, my point is, is it used to back in the day, as far as I remember, baby faces used to be friends. Like, they, you know, if you yeah, if you try to good murder point. a babyface in the ring, the babyface has friends in the back that want to come out. So Ashley Vox was obviously just being a good person and uh, was coming out to try to help. But she paid for it when uh, Thunder Rosa broke her damn arm. So, uh, you know, uh, wait a Okay, so there's a conversation going on there. They don't want to see uh, Thunder Rosa become a retirement home. We need to see both young and experienced talent. But what are you watching, man? I mean, hey, Dead Kobe, I, 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 I hear what you're saying. Believe me, by the way. Uh, so, uh, but here's the thing. Uh, Nick Aldis is in his freaking prime. Uh, James Storm is, you know, he's on maybe the other side of his prime. But he, if you listen to him on the Jericho podcast, he's in the best shape of his life. Marty Skrull is one of the hottest acts in the industry. Uh, Thunder Rosa is hot, fresh, new talent. So is Ashley Fox. Sienna is still on her way up. Like, the wild cards. I mean, Latimer's been around a little while, but Royce is young and just killing it. And, um, I mean, you got the Rock and Roll Express, obviously. You got Trevor Murdoch, who's been around a while, but obviously still has a lot left to give. And uh, I, I just don't see that being an issue with the NWA right now. I, I think they pay respect to legends, but, uh, but yeah, the Dawsons are mentioned. They're young guys, like young, tough rednecks. And, uh, yeah, Rock and Roll is King by ELO. I see, see that mentioned by, uh, Matthew Amato. I knew, I was going to say ELO, but that felt weird for some reason. But yeah. And, oh, yeah, God. Uh, good call, Goblin. Ricky Starks. Yeah, how did I even miss that guy? That guy's amazing. So, great uh, music tonight, too. Yeah, and I loved his music, actually. I loved his interest music. We'll get there. But anyway, um, but, Oh, dude, I think the NWA has a great mix of talent. I don't think that there's at all uh, old people, like, heavy on the old side at all. <laughs> like, I think they're, they're, they're bringing people in. They're catching people. Well, Tasha Steeles, we just talked about her. She looks real young. I don't know how young, but she's a fresh face. Like, this is, this is not an issue. All right, so anyway, 
Thunder Rosa broke Ashley Vox's arm. Ashley Vox may never wrestle again. I'm just kidding. Hopefully. And she's done. <laughs> she's done. <laughs> but no. Um, anyway, so uh, we get a recap of uh, Aaron Stevens' ongoing feud with Ricky Starks. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Question mark comes out with Aaron Stevens. Uh, obviously, we had to get here. We're, we're always terrible about like, working our way through this, and it's my fault because I talk too much. But... We no, man, it's, not, it's, it's, it's my fault tonight because I'm not cutting you off because I'm trying to do technical things over here. Yeah, well, and I see you doing technical things, so I keep trying to. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, I keep no. Trying to You're not rambling, rambling, my friend. Folks, folks in the chat, if Gary start, starts rambling, you can butt in as well. Yeah, absolutely. Feel free to say, like, all right, move on, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so question mark is out. I question love, mark! I was going to say, like, Adam, we had to get here because... Oh, uh, my God, let me take off my jacket for this. <laughs> <laughs> this was going to be super exciting. Uh, question mark has a great entrance. I loved his music. It had that funk uh, and uh, the karate thing. Yeah, oh, my God, the Mongrovian flag ceremony. Question mark's music was fantastic. Gary, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal this away from you, man, just like I do every question mark segment I feel. And I do apologize <laughs> feel for that, free. Gary. But, oh, my God, once that gong hit, you knew what was coming, and I loved it. And what's really, what's really interesting about the question mark's music is that there's a tinge, a hint, a subtleness of weird. You know, you know that you're not supposed to take this guy that seriously. You know you're supposed to have fun with this guy. And uh, that's what I loved about the music. It really set up what this ceremony really was. And my friends, I don't know about you out there, but as soon as they unfurled, is that is that is that the world? As sure. soon as they unfurled the Mongrovian flag, you know what I said immediately, and I'm sure some of you heard it if you're watching on the pay per view. I said, "I want that. I want that immediately. I want the actual flag to be sold. I will buy that flag immediately." It was. I mean, the the, the whole backstory of the question mark can be so much fun to get into. What what is this country? Where is he from? Is it a hidden country? I've never seen it on a map. Brian Harry's tried to book a flight, so <laughs> <laughs> he wants to go. He wants to go. Yeah, and Turbo mentions. Yeah, Aaron, uh, question mark ends up beating Trevor Murdoch. Now I do appreciate what Trevor Murdoch did kick out of the Mongrovian spike, which but that was never... a single. That was only a single Mongrovian. Well, we only spike. ever seen a single because that's all it's ever taken. Yeah. What I'm saying is, is yeah. I appreciate that Trevor Murdoch kicked out of the Mongrovian spike, yeah. which nobody's done. It took a double Mongrovian spike to finish Trevor Murdoch. And you know what, my and some interference, by the way, from well, there, there was a little bit of interference, but you know what really set the question mark off was someone well uh, it was it, they they Trevor Murdoch took the flag the sacred mongrovian flag the seal of the country and he took it and he threw it on the ground and then you could see in the question marks eyes if, if you folks are just watching on the pay-per-view you do not see the passion and the frustration that was in the question marks eyes in that moment and he not only did a mongrovian spike to the throat he did a double Mongrovian spike to the throat. 
We're in an Airbnb and Adam is clearly not concerned about our neighbors. Gary, this is how I talk at home, my friends. And <laughs> what's, what's really interesting is because when I'm sitting here with Gary, I have headphones on usually. He's very quiet right now. And Well, I'm being quiet because I don't know what the neighbor situation is. But you're right. I should, I should We're talking about up. the NWA. Okay. Yeah, fuck it. Whatever. Anyway, yeah, uh, apparently uh, Stupid It said it's somewhere between Nardia and Never Neverland. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I love that. So it sounds like Stu's got some wit. Uh, you guys in the chat can tell us, but I, I, I was hoping for the best with Stu. I can't wait to see that part for myself. Um, mm-hmm. hey, he seemed like a cool guy, but yeah, we we unfortunately couldn't hear any of that stuff. Oh, and you know, hey, you know what they had for sale today at the merch stand, oh, folks? Jesus, dude. Oh, Elder Sour got one. We saw that. My friends, my Heather, friends. Heather that I thought she was sitting next to me, she had one. The yep. kid on the front had the one. Front. Had one. It's crazy. Uh, question mark. Question mark. Mass are now for sale. Oh, it's cool. It's cool. It's amazing. It's amazing. I might have to get one of those. Why uh, not? So anyway, uh, let's let's keep on with this thing. So uh, yeah, question mark does end up taking out Trevor Murdoch. I'm going to bow to this. I'm going to run through the lineup, and then we can talk about whatever the hell you guys want to talk about afterwards. So we're yeah. going to do that. Uh, so question mark uh, wins by pinfall, and uh, recap of the last episode of Power when the Rock and Roll Express defeated the Wild Cards, and uh, the Rock and Roll Express come out. And uh, Rock and Roll Chance out there. Adam, how'd you feel? Rock and Roll Chance, hard to deny. Dude, you know you cannot deny a Rock and Roll Chant, my friend. I mean, that room is so behind the Rock and Roll Express. My friends, we're in the middle of downtown Atlanta. Right now, I can go out to that patio behind me. Where are all my diplomas, by the way, that are behind me? We can go out that door and Just we the can... the city of Atlanta. And we can look at that sky straight scaper. What? Well, hi, folks. We're having a good time tonight. That skyscraper that's made of solid gold, it looks like. Solid gold lighting. Man, it's we're in the middle of NWA country, my friends. And that rock and roll chant is hard to deny, Gary. Yeah. And yeah, I saw uh, Dan Kellogg. I saw that guy in the American flag suit. He was across the way. <laughs> yeah. But it uh, looks like I think Colt gave him some attention. So that was nice. Um all right, yeah, uh, rock and roll. Uh, Ricky Morton is just—I've said this before—he's just an underrated. I mean, maybe not underrated. Everybody loves Ricky Morton, but if that guy, that guy, sh- maybe this is on his own. He should be like a, a billionaire with the amount of merch and uh, action he could do. But he probably—he probably had a great life, dude. Uh, I'm, well, <laughs> yeah, he sure did. I mean, Don went crazy behind us for Ricky Morton, my friend. But People what, still love Ricky Morton. He really, works that crowd. What's really, really fun about about the Ricky Morton stuff is that you, he's in that turnbuckle. He's on that turnbuckle, and he's still reaching out to the crowd to chant for him. And, man, I he was right in front of me. He was, like, maybe five feet away from me, six feet, 17 feet, and I just had to get behind the guy. It's tough, man. It's, it's, it's weird to see. Like, I mean, I shouldn't say weird to see, but you look at him, and, and you're like... Here's an old man that could be passing down stuff. But, I mean, people should still pay attention to guys like Ricky Morton doing it. And you guys, of course, you mentioned it. The Canadian Destroyer, um, Thomas Latimer. Holy shit. <laughs> and, and Tom sold that thing like a champ. Like, just, uh, he was dead to the world. Like, I wasn't 100% sure he wasn't dead. Like, he, <laughs> he, eyes wide open, just laying there. Did not know what just happened. Um 
Yeah, it's 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 tough. Uh, is there a conversation going on about question mark and Aaron Stevens? Uh, listen, hey man, we we've had this talk. We had this talk last night actually talking about silly wrestling and stuff. So, but if you guys want to talk about that, I swore that I would focus on the pay per view. So we're gonna keep going. Um, we'll talk about whatever you want at the end. Uh, so they face the wild cards. Adam, I've made it no secret that I am a huge mark for the wild cards. You know I, what? They were actually at the table as soon as we exited the the, the door tonight. I thought that you were going to jump over that table and start making out with them. I'm not not going to say it cross my mind. Um, <laughs> no, no, but I did I did get to talk to them beforehand. They were out front for a second. I went over and talked to them, and they're awful people. They're just bad people. <laughs> There's terrible people. They're exactly who they portray on TV, and they're just heels. So boo them. I booed them tonight. I don't want to boo them. But I booed them because that's the job. All right. So anyway, I thought this match was a lot of fun. The Rock and Roll Express welcomed Kingston and Homicide. It was good to see them. Um, they were there, and that was a lot of fun. And the Wild Cars brought the Dawsons down, of course. And uh, it just caused a lot of chaos throughout. And uh, I saw somebody mention this earlier in the chat, so I want to give credit where it's due. But it was like, I had counted on that the story here is that the Wild Cards underestimated the Rock and Roll, and the Rock and Roll got the best of them. Mm-hmm. That can still, uh, you can still maintain that part, but I thought that the Wild Cards would just finish them tonight but the wild cards were outsmarted by the rock and roll and the rock and roll still came out on top they didn't have the uh, agility or strength factor for them but they still wisdom and experience well you know gary one of the things that i've really noticed about the 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 uh wild that that match tonight with eddie kingston out there and homicide out there you know my man dude again and again and again, it's so cool to see that look on Eddie Kingston's face when he's in the corner of the Rock and Roll Express. That guy is having a great time. That's he's having a fun point. time. Yeah. He's having a fun time. And maybe, maybe the cameras aren't showing it, my friends. I don't, I don't, I don't think that the cameras want to show that side of it right now. But man, when you're in that room and you see that little smirk on Eddie Kingston's face, you you even see a little smirk on Homicide's face that they're in the corner of the Rock and Roll Express. Man, that's what this is about, man. And it's not, it's not like. How behind the curtain do we want to be? Do we want to be kayfabe? Do we not want to be kayfabe on this show? I have no idea what 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 this even is anymore. But the way that you know the NWA, how can I put this right? Treats the Rock and Roll Express and treats their matches and treats their booking, if we will. It's fun. It's fun, and I'm and and I am okay with it. Yeah, he he makes an excellent point, and I've said this before too. Like the. Um, these guys, like if WWE brought them in, it would just be so like some freaking hill team could just like pummel the shit out of them. Which I was actually a little disappointed AEW did to them with, uh, uh, I forgot their names, honestly. But, uh, but, but that's, you know, but I think AEW at least is still planning on using them possibly if that's the case. But anyway, I'm just saying it's good to respect uh, the legends. And uh, R&R getting that push. Uh, J. Cal has joined us in the chat, and he's been an advocate for uh, those guys losing the belts and winning them again in 2020 so that they're champions ten times over five decades, and like nobody's ever done anything like that, including any title. And 
It's kind of fun to think about. They, it, it would be fitting for for Ricky and Robert to have something like that. I'm with you, J. Cal. That, that, that does sound fun. Well, I, I think the way that they handled this tonight just proves that the NWA wants to keep the Rock and Roll Express around for a while. You know, I mean that that can easily happen in 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 the episode in episodes of Power coming up into the future. But with everyone buying the pay per view, you know, I mean, and and we talked to the people from Fight today. There was a large amount of people that bought this pay-per-view. Fight is very, very happy about what the NWA oh, yeah. is doing I mean, right now. We got now. to talk to them. They said it was scaling amazing. So Amazingly. And that's... Be, be proud. Folks. You're supporting something that's working. It's Oh, it is working, my friends. It is working. Yeah. And, 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 and just for the rock and roll, to get that win today shows that the NWA wants to believe in them, wants to have that pay-per-view audience happy. And hey, man, how many people bought this pay-per-view just because the NWA is hot right now? And then they get to see that. And they get to see that crowd behind them. Very fun stuff. Yeah, I agree. And I'm all about fun. I mean, that's, that's uh, you know, whatever works. I mean, and, and, and it's cool. I mean, Matt Amato says that Eddie Kingston is happy because he's in Yankees gear. But <laughs> there there is something about Eddie Kingston's face, like, He's enjoying what he's, he's doing. He's having a great time, man. Like, and, and dude, Same like, with Homicide. And I, like, I, as I, much I, as that guy can I, happy. I, I know that they... <laughs> as much, <laughs> he just stabbed three motherfuckers somewhere. Yeah. But but I'm really happy for Eddie Kingston, man, because there's there's even this one moment that I saw him. He was about to do the rock and roll sign, but he stopped himself from doing it. He was like this, and then he stopped himself from doing it. Great, great moment for, for being inside that crowd. I think that a lot of the people that are in the end NWA right now love wrestling and love it for what it yes. is and they want to yes. do it. I mean, I think that uh, the ending of this show tonight that we'll get to is a lot of that same thing you're seeing. So, anyway, hey, welcome Elijah Washington. Thank you so much for joining us. And yeah, Matt Amato says it's the inner circle. I was thinking it was, the, it was that group, though, like I, uh, uh, the, the former LA. We don't even know what that promotion is. Yeah, anyway. So, Rock and Roll Express do retain the Tag Team Championship, and then you get to another part. So, let's, uh, here we go. We're going we're to drag on this for a second because you guys are going to want to talk about this, and so do I, because I'm curious what Stu Bennett says about it, and uh, January 24th is the next pay-per-view. Proud and powerful. Thank you, Goose. But, uh, oh man, I just felt like I was in Top Gun. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh... Uh, January 24th, the next pay-per-view, as Stu Bennett, all we could see was that he's sitting at the freaking commentary booth, and all of a sudden, the world's television championship is on the commentary table, and people popped, but we're like, why? Why? What is that? What? Why, why is that happening? Why does he have the TV title up? Uh, so, the best I could gather so far, because I mean, we just came straight from there to here, is that uh, that title's coming back, and at the pay-per-view... Uh, did they give us any any other details? Yeah, I have no gonna... idea what happened. I, I I I do remember David Marquez saying, "Hey, look over there, look over there, look over there," and then all of a sudden, just a championship arrives. Good stuff. Yeah, it's, it looks uh... good too. I think it's on it's on 
let's let's talk about some belt tweets for a second, folks. I think it's on some black leather. Can we get Jay-Z in here to talk about the belts going on? Uh, I think it's on some black leather. It looks a little bit different from the original, and I I, I hope people are, 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 are okay with that. I have no idea, but people love the belts of the NWA, so we're always going to get interaction with this some way or another. Well, before we even went on the air here... Oh, look at that. Adam Meadows for T... Uh, uh, Trevor Murdoch for TV champ. Shit, well, I, I was that. I was going to get there, yeah, because uh, uh, before we even went on the air, it's like uh, I was telling Adam, I was like, well, you know, out of all the belts we see, and we see a shit ton of tweets about belts, it's like a running gag. <laughs> Hashtag belt tweets. Adam just did it in the chat. And saw it. But... Uh, no, I mean, the TV title gets mentioned a lot, and people have asked me often, like, what are my favorite designs of belts? And, like, it's the winged eagle WWE belt, Love obviously, that. the 10 yeah. pounds of gold, the intercontinental title that they just changed for some stupid reason. But um, TV title is one of those belts. I've always thought it was a really cool title. And uh, so, I don't know, Goose mentions it's a bit premature for a pay-per-view. Another person mentioned another title. Yeah, I have those same questions, so I'm not. Yeah, I'm not gonna disagree with you. Like, yeah, the only part with the TV title has been like I've been like, yeah, if you're gonna do another one, it should be that one. But why are you gonna do another one? And I'm hoping that. Well, just stay tuned, man. I think they're gonna have an explanation on well, what they're doing. Well, you know, doing. man. Also, keep in mind, my friends, that uh, you know this 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 guy just showed up tonight. This Marty Skrull guy. I don't know if anyone has ever heard of him. But uh, he just showed up tonight, so the fact that they're doing another pay-per-view in just a couple weeks, you know, we gotta that that kind of makes a little sense to me because we still don't know what his actual future is going to be. Is he with the NWA or what exactly is going on with that? Yeah, that's a good point, Elijah Washington. I went on a rant earlier about no rock music for the Rock and Roll Express. We oh know. yeah, what's that about? <laughs> yeah, I, I also was not a fan of that, uh, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know the history of the television championship rocket scope, but we do need to focus on the fact that 100%, we know now that the NWA listens, Trevor Murdoch is the television champion. My friends don't, can, don't fuck this up. My, <laughs> my friends, can we get everyone in the chat to comment Trevor Murdoch for TV champ? Yeah. Trevor Murdoch is the man, and he, it, it, I, I've been saying this, and I still stick with this, and I feel like, if anything, the television title is a perfect way to do this. Trevor Murdoch is the gatekeeper. Yep. Trevor Murdoch holding that prestigious title, and you have to be able to hang with Murdoch to get a job in the NWA. Yep. To be eligible to wrestle in the NWA. Yep. Fuck yes, Trevor Murdoch as the TV champion. I know you're out there, Nick. I know you're out there, Lagana. That's all I got to say about it. Yeah, baby. Love it. All right. I, I, I wish my screen wasn't frozen right now, or I'd do something very passionate and heartfelt like that as well, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the uh, next thing out is uh, Eli Drake comes out to David uh, Marquez, and uh, he starts talking. And it's, it's weird for me with Eli because people love him. They tried to do like a very heel thing with Eli. He did attack Ken Anderson with the turnbuckle. At the same time, he's out here talking some shit. And long story short, uh, Ken Anderson comes out and starts attacking Eli Drake and does some stuff with the chair that I will say, my friends, even Adam was telling me uh, right next to me, 
It was unreal. I don't know how it came brutal. across on TV, but it looked brutal in I mean, person. Dude, folks. Dude, folks. <laughs> I'm having a good time tonight, Gary. Dude, folks. The ring actually moved. Elder Salvers was sitting right next to me. He hit me in the elbow and he said, Adam, that ring freaking moved, man. And I'm like, that blew my mind how, how, how that happened. When he, yeah, when he stuck Eli's neck in that chair and slammed him in, not only did the ring move, like I will have forever pressed a mental image of Eli's face at the time and like sweat and spit just like floating out. It looked, I was like. I mean, how do you even take that bump? I was like, he just, he just killed that dude. (laughs) But, uh. Crazy. He gets him in and yeah, I mean, it was, it was brutal. I hope it, I hope, uh. I hope it looked good on television because I promise you live, it looked for real. You were like, yeah. oh, God dang. He just, yeah. he is, he's fucking this guy up. Yeah. Um, anyway, so let's move on. The next thing out is Allison Kay is out for tag action. Uh, she has the women's title. Ashley Box, obviously, since Thunder Rosa was uh, getting, she was wilding out, as the kids say. Uh, <laughs> and broke that arm. <laughs> Ashley Box is going to be able to be there. Melina and Marty Bell enter, and they think, well, we got a two-on-one, or you can just forfeit the match. But Allison has a partner, and it's ODB. Dude, I had <laughs> no idea what, what was happening right now. And then uh, OD, ODB comes out, and uh, man, I've never seen so much titty shaking and ass slapping. <laughs> I mean, we should have went to a strip club last night, Gary. I think we would have seen less titty shaking and ass slapping. Well, somebody tried to suggest the place to us that David Marquez was obviously Kept at. talking about it all night. Yeah, so, I mean, we gotta we got to hit that up. Uh, apparently they uh, apparently they do something with a PBR can there. Yeah, crushes it. I don't think that we can talk about that here. I mean, you know. Anyway, close up on Gary. Side, <laughs> side note: uh, I saw somebody post still real to me. We hung out with Dave Wills last night. Boy, did we! That guy will. You can't hang with Dave Wills. No, you cannot. No, uh, you cannot. Still real to me, like that guy is realer than real. You don't, mm. anyway. I'm just saying, he'll keep you out. So <laughs> you, he could, he could outdo you, Dave Wills. Shout it was out a, Dave Wills. It was a fun freaking time, my friend. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was a great time last night. But be careful if you go hang. Very, very careful. Be very, if you very hang careful with it. Still real to me. You better be ready to get real, real. I don't think that my liver is still real today. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, yeah, pop with ODB comes out. She comes out. And yeah, she she has uh, no shame and just like shaking her boobies and Zero. showing her crotch. <laughs> like, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, ODP uh, ends up getting the win, um, and uh, it gives the what's her move the TKO or something. It, ODB gets the win uh, against Bell <laughs> and. Uh, what? What's the matter with you, Adam? Elder Sauer's comment. I'm sorry. It's very, very funny. <laughs> He's getting ready to go. <laughs> He's getting the car ready to go see the can crush. Hey, Elder Sauer. We got nothing to do tomorrow night after the show. <laughs> uh, Goose, no, I did not see the uh, promo that Dave Wills did in his local indie. It's a thing of beauty. I did not see that. Um, I, I had only met Dave uh, briefly last taping, and then last night he found us uh, in Hooters. Because we were just hungry, and we went to Hooters. 
And we don't have our girlfriends with us <laughs> or wives. So we're like trying to do a balancing act of like, well, what's not a strip club? But <laughs> so, <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> but seriously, folks, we're a fine, upstanding gentleman. I promise you. Right, but people kept suggesting this one place to us. I can't remember. Over what. and over and over and over, everywhere yeah. we went, people suggested this. They were place like, "You to guys us. should go to this place," and we're like, "I don't know." But then last night or today, Dave Marquez is talking about it. He's like, and he used the word "dope" so many times. He was like, "Who is that? Yep. You know her? Dope? Yeah. <laughs> like, what she do? She crushes it with what? Oh, dope." <laughs> he's like. Well, I got two more nights here. <laughs> so, Dave Marquez, by the way, whatever, if we can find he's, that he's, he's crushing it, man. Dave Marquez, <laughs> when he's not on actual mic, is very, very, very funny for the audience. Well, and I, I'm glad you got to see it. I told you that from last time. Dave and Marquez, crowd work, and you're going to get to see more of it in the next two days as we're doing actual TV tapings. Because yeah. the live thing is live, and so he, there was only... The beforehand to see Dave. Dave's going to be in the TV tapings, like, working the crowd throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, LG, how was the concession stand food at the show? There is no concession stand. There was, like, literally a room with uh, some stuff you could buy, but you can't take things into the studio at all. Uh, all right. The Barn is what it's called, says Chris Danger. No, that is not the name of it. I don't know what that is, but if that's another fun thing, then... You know, sign me up. I don't think my wife's here. Um, anyway, let's move on. Uh, so, Allison K. ODB, ODB, win this match. And uh, ODB offers her flash to Joe Galley and Stu Bennett. They turn them down. Uh, I think Allison did the peaky up thing. Mm-hmm. Um, then we get another video package recapping James Storm and Nick Aldis. Uh, they remind us who the referees are. It's triple threat time. Ricky Starks versus Aaron Stevens and Cole Cabana for the NWA National Championship. I, listen, by this point, you've been watching wrestling for like a little while. And I will say, this was a lot of fun for me. Like, I enjoyed this match very much. Ricky Starks has great music, great energy. People just need to know who he is. Um... That's the thing. I think it's just a, it's like a time thing with. Ricky well, hey, Starks. can we talk like, about Ricky Starks right in front of the pay per view too? When he's out there shaking hands and kissing babies, my friend. Shaking babies, kissing hands. Oh my he's god, man! There. He's he's in that turtleneck. He's in those uh, alligator shoes, and he's looking fly as anyone possibly can, my man. He was so nice and like cool and just like yeah, he. He had some swab about him. He's he's working his game, man. He is ground he's up. He's great. He's great. Building himself. Ricky Starks is on his way. Nick Aldis calls him his draft pick for a good reason. Like, Ricky Starks is the man. Um, that said, also, when he comes out, so, like, in front of us, if you couldn't see him, uh, in the front row, there was a man and his wife, and the wife was seated most of the time. Yeah, no, this is this is a great story, man. This is a great, great moment of the pay-per-view. I hope they caught it on, on TV as well. Ricky Starks works his way down to the front row and uh, t- looks at the woman, 
grabs her hand, gives it a kiss. Yep. And uh, yep, I think that I think that girl was sold on Ricky Starks for the rest of the she night. She was in. She was, she in, was on in. Ricky Starks. And what was really funny was her boyfriend that that we've had a lot of fun conversations with. You know, because whoever that guy was, I don't even know who that he was. Guy a great was. time. He, he was, was fun. a great time. He was I, a lot of fun. I, I wish we had cards. We could have gave him a card. Right. But it was such a good time. And like the rest of the match, this guy is just like, no. I don't like Ricky Starks anymore. Why Ricky anymore. Starks just kissed I don't my like, girl's hand? I don't like Ricky Starks anymore <laughs> at all. No, 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 no. But, but it didn't end there because... But also, though, you could tell that he enjoyed the interaction, oh, and that's yeah. what's really awesome about it. And it's this. those kind of moments, actually, that sell people that aren't normally into Huge. this sort of thing. Yeah, man! Listen, I told this story, and it breaks kayfabe a little, but, I mean, I even this is what I talked to them legit about. I joked about them before, but the wild cards, like, when we had VIP packages to Crockett Cup, the wild cards and Camille were like all in like hanging out and talking with me and my wife and it was cool and my wife loves Royce Isaacs and Tom Latimer and Camille and you cannot tell her they are not the greatest wrestlers that ever existed <laughs> they are the best Royce Isaacs is legit her favorite wrestler and it's and it does not matter what he does in the ring how much of an asshole he is anything that Tom and Camille do whatever that they are the shit some people, like casual fans, like my wife, like that's that's the stuff that matters. That's what sticks. Yep. And it happened with this girl again when uh, you know Aaron Stevens makes his entrance, obviously, and then Colt Cabana making his entrance uh, goes to the woman and is like, "Yeah, hey, let's. How do we get you standing? Yeah, you know." And then like, yeah, like starts flirting around with her, and she stands up for Colt and. Uh, and very that was cool awesome. moment, man. A- absolutely a very cool moment. But going back to that Royce Isaacs thing that you just said, it was actually at a championship wrestling from a Hollywood event that uh, myself and Haley went to that Royce Isaacs went on the, onto the second rope, pointed directly at Haley. And ever since that moment, I don't know about that guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Royce Isaacs will steal your lady. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but Anyway, no, but I mean, that was legit. Like that whole thing was the, even the reason I went, uh, just being real, going to the table when I saw them earlier, I was just like, Hey man, it's good to see you guys. They're great. They, they fake being great because they're assholes, and they're <laughs> bad people, obviously. And I'm glad the rock and roll beat them. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Adam Meadows mentions in the chat that Colt always knows how to interact with the crowd there. You are not shitting about that. Uh, Colt Cabana and Ricky Morton work the crowd better than anybody. Uh, that is just a fact. They yeah. know how to interact with people. Third place, if I had to give one, would probably be Eli. Like, Eli seems to have that, like, he's looking for you. Like, he's, I don't know. There's something about those guys that just, like, pull you in. And, uh, so, uh, and then Nick's probably right in there. And so, anyway, those guys, like, work the crowd really, really well. But, anyway, yeah, the, um, <sighs> Adam looks confused. Sorry, I got distracted. Sorry, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm always trying. This is a, this is a new setup we're doing here. I'm sorry, Gary. Don't mean to throw you off. No, it's okay. Friend. I don't want to, uh, let you throw me off. I'm going to grab another beer out of the fridge. Oh, here. look at that. Hey, we got a fridge cam. Fridge cam. Uh, Hashtag fridge cam, everybody. I'd like to point out, if you're interested in our fridge, all that's in here <laughs> is whiskey, <laughs> some 
sparkling water that I brought from home and beer. <laughs> That's literally all that is in our Airbnb fridge. <laughs> Adam and I have only had lunch. <laughs> it's true. And we, we said that we wouldn't do this again, but here we are. Well, we're not doing it again. We're just uh, talking about the NWA. Right. <laughs> right. Go to Gary's camera. I know, I'm trying, folks. I'm trying to get mine to work as well. I'm, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, man. Anyway, so uh, let's, let's, let's get through this because I feel like we're not there doing we it justice if we don't do this. Recap. There we go. This match surprised me. This was the biggest upset for me. Um, I thought, I, I hope it came away this on TV, this way on TV, is uh, I thought that uh, Ricky Starks and Colt Cabana and Aaron Stevens had a great match. And it was a lot of fun seeing Ricky and Colt yeah. work off each other, work on Aaron Stevens and all of that thing. And not only that, Gary, though, but they're also, you know, they, they took timeouts with the match and it made sense. People aren't just laying on the ground when nothing happened to them. It actually made sense. There were low blows. There were moments that made people take timeouts of the match. Yeah, I mean, and, and the thing is, is like Colt, obviously, he does the comedy wrestling stuff, but I feel like a lot of his stuff like if you watch it like it kind of starts making sense like he's it, it almost feels like it's part of his gimmick that he does this like he throws you off with some of that stuff mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. still is doing legit moves in the ring they still like live at least feel punishing and and he can wrestle like him and Ricky when it was those two in the ring they had good uh, wrestling chemistry, I thought. Oh, like, big I, time. I wanted to see, like, Colt and Ricky, like, just have a good match together. Like, they seemed like they could carry uh, an excellent wrestling match. And Aaron Stevens, yeah, man, hey, look, I, uh, Aaron Stevens is a, a great, uh, somebody said it earlier in the chat, a great chicken shit heel. I love Aaron yeah. Stevens. I think it's funny. Yeah. I think there's some a place sometimes for some comedy stuff, and uh, fun stuff and seeing well, I, him hide and stuff like that. I mean, the guy, I mean, you know, people look at him. I'm thinking when people talk about you don't want to see the NWA be a retirement home. Aaron Stevens is not at retirement age. Aaron Stevens is still <laughs> solidly built, and even with his flesh colored panties. Uh, he, oh, <laughs> God, please, geez, stop. Uh, but. Yeah, anyway, Roscoe, you are mentioning the part that I was uh, a little weird on, is that I did not expect this, but Aaron Stevens did come out on top and win the NWA National Championship. I expected Colt to maintain yeah, a title too. run for a while, me so too. this was the upset of the night. You know what, Gary? I don't think that you or I really saw Ricky Starks taking this, but he definitely did uh, He definitely did show a... He had a fantastic showing, and not only that... But the crowd actually started to chant for Ricky Starks as well. Something that hasn't happened yet before at all. I'm, I'm enjoying Ricky Starks' journey. Yeah, man. Exactly. I mean, it's, 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 it's a journey that we're all a part of right now because this is really everyone's first uh, interaction with Ricky Starks. It's from NWA Power. So, yeah, of course there's going to be the top left-hand corner fans with him and scattered cheers throughout the audience because the people that are there are obviously super invested in the NWA and Ricky Starks is a talent that we are very, very invested with. But going back to your comedy stuff, you know, yeah, man, there's, there's, there's room for it, but the way that the NWA does it, it really has a realism to it. So we're, we're, we're not just 
you know, there's no blow up animals everywhere. The, the comedy just happens in real life. You and I are funny in real life. Comedy just happens in real life. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, so I'm going to move past this a little bit quicker and just get into the main event. Let's talk about this so that we can just get to the interaction with the chat because we've been talking for forever. James Storm, Nick Aldis, two out of three falls. Let's talk about this match. This is the main event for the 10 pounds of gold. And uh, obviously, Brian Hebner was picked as uh, James Storm referee. Nick Aldis chose Tim Storm as a referee. I had I was all mixed up on if yeah. I could if I could critique anything uh, for the NWA as if I have a place to do so. Uh, this was not very clear to me what was happening in this match, and they tried to explain it at the beginning of it. But it was like that was the first time it had been explained. Up until then, I thought like, okay, well. You're having a two out of three falls match, and then you flip a coin, and another ref comes out. So we were like making predictions all about mm-hmm. like Camille. You were you mentioned Marty Scroll. I was like, what if Marty Scroll's the ref? Like, yeah, we didn't know. Like nobody and nobody we talked to was very clear on what the fuck was even happening. With this match. <laughs> and so I know that that I mean you know take that harshly uh, if you want, but I'm just saying. I mean, if I could give any small uh, thing about it, we were all kind of like, well. Wait, wait, all right. Yeah, even and, even <laughs> even before the match even started, the guy that uh, Ricky Starks kissed his girlfriend's hand was like, "What? They're gonna flip a coin for who wins everything?" It was just yeah, he was confused about that part. It's like yeah. it's a coin flip, and it's like, all right, well, yeah, and it's just like, well, if you're gonna get to pick two different referees, like, is it really like? Here's the other thing, by the way, with a match like this. This was a, a thing ongoing. Uh, then, um, it, oh, sorry, I'm going in this match was uh, James Storm called out the fact that they were going to call a double count out. Mm-hmm. But then later on, you know, like they were doing it again. And it's just like, well, what happens at a double count out? Like, is there disqualification in this match? Then, you know, well, like, he, it, here we like, go, Gary. Uh, Kellogg, uh, Dane Kellogg in, in, in the chat letting us know. That they put up an actual screen graphic before the match even happened. So at least the pay-per-view crowd had a very good idea about what was going on. But us in the studio might not have known. But I think that you're talking about the actual build of it, though, right? Yeah, I think I'm talking about the build more so. Once it got going, I mean, everybody was uh, everybody was, was really into it and all of that. I mean, it's, it's not knocking that and yeah uh, people are still talking about Ricky Starks in the chat Ricky Starks yeah. is great so yeah. we'll, we'll get back to it but anyway um, the uh, so the thing is is that, that I was a little oh man that first super kick that uh, Camille what's going on caused a distraction and, and that's and that's a reaction about her dress <laughs> <laughs> oh man we had to tell people like calm down I'm not Woo! This Good is also disappointing Lord. to me, though. Because I mean, I'm a Jake the Snake Roberts fan, but now I'm just a Jake. Now I'm just a Snake fan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Good Lord, boy. Uh, Camille looked great. Yeesh. A little disappointing that she was only out there for about five minutes. But, but hey, I, 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 I think that that, that that I was okay with it. We're gonna get to this because this okay. is a, another thing. But remind me, um, Camille's dress. Noted. Yeah, well, Camille in general, not just her dress. Uh, so, 
she was wearing Damien. <laughs> 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 That's pretty good. All right, I pop for that. That's good. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, anyway, so James Storms gets a super kick on Nick Aldis. They wrestle a little bit longer with Tim Storms in there. It ends up like, uh, let's just, you know, he gets a roll up. I mean, this is a good match. It's a good match between these two guys. It's what you want to see. But then we end up in the third fall, and Brian Hebner wins the fall. Everybody's expecting some weirdness out of the refs at some yep. point, right? Like, why else would you have this, you know, stipulation? But uh, Brian Hebner's good. He calls it right down the middle. Good for him. But, uh, and he even, uh, I think, tries to talk. I don't know, Tim was talking James out of using the chair and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Is it James is playing this, like, middling character? But, uh, yeah, the ref goes down. Brian Hebner goes down, and... Uh, Tim Storm has to make a judgment call. He jumps in the ring. He's there, and uh, but only after the crowd really wanted him to get the into crowd that was ring chanting for it. Hopefully, that came across. Yeah. yeah, he was. He was. He was getting chanted for. People wanted Tim Storm to jump in there, um, and then of course there was a whole situation in the corner. Nick rips off the padding. And uh, the turnbuckle is exposed. James goes headfirst into the turnbuckle. And uh, he looked like he had a red spot there. Look, it was almost starting to bleed. But, yeah. Um, anyway, Nick ends up uh, putting him in the uh, Kingsland Cloverleaf. And James is passed out at this point, And the match is he, over. He can't do anything, me. right? It right. was crazy. Yeah. And then, you know, not only that, but then you get uh, smatters of cheater. Did you hear that in, 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 in the crowd tonight, Gary? Cheater! I thought that this ending, had the pay-per-view ended right there, I thought Rough. mildly underwhelming. Rough. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because I thought this pay-per-view, a lot of what it did is like sometimes, and I... I you know, again, I try to be as honest as I can. You come to these pay-per-views expecting uh, resolutions to storylines, and this pay-per-view seemed to carry a lot of storylines forward, uh, which is cool. Like maybe tune in, you know, and see. But they could have closed off a lot of storylines that still had the ending that they had, and people would want to tune in to the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, so that said, it just felt like. Uh, that, that, that it didn't work for, I don't know, I'm trying to think of who I'm thinking about here, but and I don't know, it just felt like a lot of it was just like, all right, tune in next week and see what else happens. And I guess there, there's a balancing act to play with that. I'm by no means an expert on this, but yeah, Camille was one of those parts is what I was getting at earlier. Camille was a thing where I saw Camille and I was like, Dude, you're still just playing at the Camille angle. Like, and she's briefly out there, and now we're still confused about Camille. And I get it. Camille's a hot commodity, but it feels like if you're a hot commodity, I mean, like, Thunder Rosa's a hot commodity, and they put her in the match. Like, her own match. Yeah. Because they knew. And Camille's just, like, out there for five minutes. Like, it, well, Camille's but, one of your hottest stars. Well, dude, that also throws out so many other things like maybe that was what Camille said to James Storm maybe she said hey I'm going to come out during the match we know that Nick is going to going to tell me to go go in the back and then that's when James Storm super kicks him you know and then that's why he gets to the first fall so it's still continuing the story a little bit but yeah man I mean it was uh, uh it was uh fun stuff 
Fun yeah. stuff. Well, I'm seeing some, some. I'm with you, Gary, but I'm also seeing like I feel like James Storm deserves another opportunity at Aldis, and that's kind of where I'm going with this. Like, if because if, Gary, you know, we we cannot get over the chance that we're inside of that studio audience. There were people going for James Storm, right? But right. and then at the end, cheater. Even when Nick is cutting that fantastic champion promo, he's ignoring them. But man, you know that's coming across on the pay-per-view. People felt like James Storm did not get a legit opportunity. And so if James Storm is continuing on, maybe there's some storyline. But of course, uh, just to wrap up this part of it, I mean, the the ending, as you all know, is Marty Skrull shows up. Nick Aldis does the interview, and um, Marty Skrull comes out and Nick is befuddled, I guess is the word. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love the word. <laughs> Nick leaves and Marty Skrull, I mean, the crowd, by the way, oh. saved, saved all of that because when people saw Marty Skrull, that Adam predicted would be there. Um, when they saw Marty Skrull, I, all else was forgiven. Marty Skrull, everybody was just happy as fuck to see Marty Skrull. Yeah, man, that that's I mean, that's that that's the talk of the night, and I think that's probably what we're gonna talk about the chat with all all the rest of the night here. But uh uh Dan Kellogg also says someone yelled, It's not yours, came through on the pay-per-view. And you know what? Nick has been great to us. Mr. Aldous has been fantastic to us, but how did that turnbuckle get taken off? Is that is that something that that that, that just happens because of technical error, or is that something that happened because of what the champ did? Yeah, I mean, that's it. It looked like Nick grabbed at the turnbuckle. I mean, maybe you guys could see it better. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, people were torn about that ending for that, that main event. It felt like if, if that's it, I'm not going to lie. I watched it and I was like, is that it, really? Yeah, like, that's, yeah that's me That's how too. this is going to wrap up? Yeah. Like, it's a little weird. And uh, But luckily, like I said... <laughs> Uh, whoop, whoop, Marty Skrull shows up and you're like, oh, fuck, I don't even remember what else has happened at Marty Skrull's here. And uh, you know, if you saw Crockett Cup and if you haven't, God, get that DVD. Marty Skrull and yep. Nick Aldis yep. uh, at Crockett Cup. Or just is, buy it on Fight TV. You can get it on Fight TV as absolutely. well. It's an amazing, it's so good, so good. I've seen that match like 15 times now, I swear to God. And my friends, but, that, 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 that one match is the thing that I talk about all the, all the time about the thing that is ingrained, ingrained in my brain, and there we go, ingrained in my brain, that bloody mat after the Nick Aldis Marty Skrull match, that bloody mat probably made thousands of people buy that pay-per-view. Yeah, and so here's the thing, here's the, here's the wrap-up for the James Storm thing, is that people have dealt with and bought into, either they saw the pop-up event or they didn't, and, but they've seen the story building up to this moment. They've seen stuff now from the pop-up event, which was a kerfluffle that ended in like a... We are now nine for nine kerfruffle mentions in these after shows, <laughs> by the way. Uh, people were waiting for a, a resolution to the James Storm and Nick Aldis storyline, and I don't think that this did that. So it's also weirder that now... Marty Skrull is here challenging Nick Aldis, and it makes you wonder if James Storm coming back was James Storm's plans because people are still going to question, like, yeah, uh, for James sure. Storm didn't really lose the match. I mean, like, he 
It was a weird. He ending. was he was passed out. He was the guy was passed out. He couldn't do anything after that. He hit his head on a metal turnbuckle. What are you supposed to do after that? He could be con- concussed for all we know. Yeah, exactly. So I just don't feel like people took that ending as an exact resolution to the storyline. Um, and it may have to be the resolution that they accept. We don't know. And by the way, Gary, this sounds like a great way to resolute this first opening of the podcast for audio form so we can go right into hanging out with our people live right now. Why don't you close this out, my friend? Yeah, I'll just close this out by saying, by the way, and uh, people, everybody in here, there's uh, a bunch of you, and, and we appreciate you being here. We're about to just start shooting the shit with the chat room. But if you are not tuning into us live, you've got to... You've got to be here to be a part of that. We only do the podcast portion first. We get a lot of audio for this, by the way, because it took me forever and Adam to mostly my fault is what I'm saying. So for us to work our way through the entire show. But uh, some people did complain that like the feed cut out as Marty was going to the podium. Maybe that's true. Uh, I, I, I think that's done on purpose, my friends. I think it's also done on purpose. Yeah. I just want to say that I think that that was intentional by the interviewer. Yeah. They want you to tune in yeah. next time to see what he had to hey, say. Hey, folks, NWA Power starts next Tuesday. So I, I'm pretty sure it's probably going to start with exactly what Marty's girl said. Yeah, exactly. And we're not going to tell you. Uh, so people, yeah, people are saying the feed cut out. I don't know. I, it, it, I, well, here's what I know. I was watching the monitor over there because there was a lot of Marty Scrolls stuff happening. And I watched it. Uh, and it looked like they showed the copyright thing and somebody went over there. Like they intended on cutting it off. Like it looked like that was the yep. point. Yep. And by the way, hey, folks, you we're see? not telling you. We're not going to tell you. We don't do spoilers here. We want you to tune into power. Okay. So, yeah, stay in the chat room if you're live. We'll talk about it after this. But if you're listening on the podcast, thank you so much for listening. We do appreciate you checking out the show. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. Tune in to the live show if you want to have additional conversation. God, because we talk forever. As long as you guys <laughs> want to talk, we'll talk about NWA. We love the community we're building. Um, but I am at This Is Gary Horn. That is at This Is Rotella. And the podcast is, of course, at This Is, or no, at The NWA Pod on all the social media stuff. So you got to come hang out with us. We'd love to have you. We're building a community, and it is fun as hell. So come hang out with us. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Oh!